Welcome into the first episode of DC On Screen. This is a podcast about the DC Universe properties being produced for film and television. From next year's Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice, to weekly television fare like Arrow, The Flash, and Gotham. I'm your host, David C. Robertson, and this is my co-host, Jason. Hello. All right, so we have not been doing this, and there's been a lot of news, so we're going to catch up real quick and talk about some some older news and, and what we thought of it, and we're going to be talking about you know some of the trailers that just dropped. Let's start off with Batman vs. Superman. How did you feel about the, the Batman vs. Superman trailer, Jason? I, I, I don't know how to love it enough. In, in short... <laughs> I, I don't know if my heart's big enough for all that love. We, we've seen, you've seen every other iteration of Batman on screen, um, as far as tonality could, could be concerned, and the one we haven't gotten to see is old, gray, wise to the punch Batman. And, uh, I mean, the, the true Dark Knight Returns Batman. Oh, I mean, it's, it's that part I'm looking forward to. Now, um, the good news is, for any of those films, if say you get lead poisoning and lose your ability to see color it's not going to actually change your 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 viewing of the film <laughs> it's still extremely dark um which all right it is to be sure is at least an improvement over last time because sapia man was the biggest problem you had with that film i want to mm-hmm. say that's the biggest problem is that the biggest problem or was it the emo portion um it was my biggest problems were were probably more in line with uh, Pa Kent, but we'll talk about Man of Steel at some point. But this is not a problem that's going away. Um, <laughs> they they seem to really just want to desaturate everything they're doing in this in this DC universe. It all it, actually like Man of Steel didn't even it wasn't sepia toned. It was more like early bird in Instagram. So, yeah. Yeah. This one looks like it might be a little more colorful. It's very dark, but it, still, it might have some more saturation to it, which... We might actually see I, blue at some point during the film. Maybe right, even which, red. Which, you know, I've always felt like, you know, it's Man of Steel, you have the, the military guys, and they're like, uh, oh, shoot him, which one, the one in blue, what about him? I'm like, which one is in blue? They're, right. <laughs> they all look like they were in No one on gray. this planet like, wears blue. Just, what are you talking about? I'm like, I mean, Man of Steel was the original Fifty Shades of Grey. Right. <laughs> and we're going to have Aquaman at some point. I don't want him to rise out of a deep black sea. Right. I want him to come out of a big blue sea <laughs> and go talk to another man no. in blue. Like what? Are, at this point, we can't cast Green Lantern because it's just going to be like Dark Hunter Green Lantern. He will not look right. green. All of his, all of the actual things that come out of the ring, I don't even know what color that's going to make because it's always a bright green. Well, I think that's the problem. I think uh, Warner Brothers said, "Well, you know, we did Green Lantern, it it didn't go over so well, so let's just do the opposite of no everything that of was in Reynolds. Green Lantern." And then at some point, they were like, "Well, how do how do you want to do this color thing?" And they're like, "Wait, was there color in Green Lantern?" Well, yeah. Right. No, take the color out. Just get rid of that, that immediately. Shit that mucking up our That's what they'll universe. do, though. And that they've been renaming stuff anyway. Like it, it the Green Arrow is is now the Arrow. So he's just gonna come out yeah. and be the Lantern. Uh, he'll just be Lantern, even, or they'll call him the Lantern. I had, I had not considered that. And it now seems like actually, no. I mean, I think they. I'm pretty sure they they have released 
movie titles and Green Lantern was in there. So gotcha. like Well we, we do need to do that and um on a on a future podcast where we didn't just have a, a, an amazing amount of trailers just drop um like this week. It, it, and yeah. you know we're coming up on the Flash finale. We just had the Arrow finale. We'll get to talk about Gotham mm-hmm. at some point in more detail. Um, it, it on a timeline where we have more time to go back for that. It, it'll be it'll be interesting to actually go back and and look at everything DC's got planned and which parts of it do cross over. Overall though, overall trailer, uh, freaking amazing. This is the kind of thing where as, as much as we have a problem with it being a, the way the way they're shot is just really uninspired, but. This is the kind of movie where if you're going to take a real dark tone like this and you're going to not let any kind of light in, you might as well freaking do The Dark Knight mm-hmm. Returns. We'll see. This I might think, be the I exception the... where we're okay with it. And hopefully by the time they do Justice League, we'll have a more a brighter outlook in that universe in general. Because right now it's an entire, it's a false god thing. There's, I mean, Batman and Superman mm-hmm. are fighting. Mommy and Daddy are going to hit each other. And that usually means it's a bad tone. <laughs> so if we can get past the... The, the infighting and then get to the point where we're actually fighting somebody hey let's let some color in yeah I don't think the cinematography is at all at fault in any of this like when you look at Man of Steel you can tell it was shot really beautifully the problem is just yeah. the color grading before, afterwards before they went into post happening. it was wonderful right <laughs> the actual went, DP went, is not at fault here what was it we were talking about the other day when you said that Roy G and Biv were all accounted for <laughs> I don't remember. I really don't. Um, yeah, I don't know. Probably the Avengers 2. <laughs> because that that is one of the major tonal differences so far in the DC movies and the, the Marvel movies. Is um, I mean, and, you know, that that's the thing where if, if you're not of the opinion that DC is trying to catch up to Marvel or that Marvel's, the mm-hmm. Avengers in particular... Um, is the standard, and by the way, if you want to use Winter, Shul- Winter Soldier as the standard, I got no hate for you. But if you're not of the opinion that they're trying to catch up to that standard, I don't want to finish the mm-hmm. conversation with you. Like it, that's right. that's that's where they need to head. That's I, what I, good I is. would uh, I would agree. The destruction of Metropolis really did bother me in Man of Steel, but yeah. if where we're going is is what this what man of uh, man, uh, sorry uh, Batman versus Superman actually looks like it's doing like where the entire world is split on their opinion of they're going straight for civil war yeah yeah and that's that's going to be a fine thing that really is and the thing is is it's uh, one of the problems i had too was you know half of metropolis seemed like it got destroyed um right not even morpheus could save it it <laughs> <laughs> I, I tend to forget I, that Morpheus was in that film. I, I I try to, and sometimes I just can't. Um, he did fine, but it half of the he couldn't exist the in that universe. You see, you'd say take the, you know choose the red pill or the blue pill, and Superman would just say which one is red which and which one is which? blue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're having a conversation. I I don't know. I thought you'd be able to help. No. Um. Yeah, he. If where it's going is that Batman decides that no one should have this much power, at least not without him uh, getting a sit down with the guy first. Um, and of course he fine. would. And yes, he absolutely would. Um, that's that's fine. I got no problem with that. Now the 
I would kind of like to know if that was post hoc. If because one of the complaints people had was the fact that half Metropolis had been destroyed. So I kind of yeah. would like to know if that direction was chosen before or after all those complaints came in. I am generally uh, not a fan of David S. Goyer and am unwilling to give him the benefit of the doubt on anything. And I'm pretty sure he's mm-hmm. not even writing this thing anymore. I'm, I'm pretty sure that they have that he has been uh, shuffled off to some dark corner somewhere, probably I, I making would another like, puppet Just to give him a, a story arc, I would love to, to say that or to hear that that was his last idea before he left was hey have him fight that was a problem I would love to ha- to find out that that was what happened but uh, it, it, there's just no chance I mean it's been quite a while I mean I think I think they were probably it seems like they were probably um, planning on doing some sort of uh, Batman versus Superman. I mean, they've been talking about it for years and years, for more than, you know... Well, I mean, they were making uh, references to it in uh, Will Smith's I Am Legend. They had, like, the Batman versus Superman logo, and that was a thing that had been uh, rumored to be happening for a really long time, years and years. Wow. I think they and just wanted Batman versus Superman on a billboard somewhere, and they were going to. It was going to happen if a hair lives hell. Like they were going to do that. <laughs> it's the giant spider in Act Three. It's going to happen, right? With enough will. Um, it yeah he. It's a good thing to happen, and it's never actually been on screen before. It, it, to my knowledge, Superman and Batman have never fought in live action. And one of the things mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to most, other than everything else we can geek out about, is finally getting it into the mainstream. Because if you go ask a mainstream half, someone who's half familiar with these characters, and ask them who's going to win that fight, every time they'll say Superman, and they'll think you're an idiot for saying anything else. Yeah. Superman has never taken Batman down in the books. Never. He's he's brought him down a few notches. But it never ends that. I remember way. Every he time punched they him really one time. fight. Oh yeah, they've. He's he's definitely taken a few licks in, and by all means, I don't mean that it's it, Superman has hurt him on a number of occasions. But um, bats usually just you know skedaddles, <laughs> which at that point is an absolutely useful uh, mechanism. I, it, there's a god punching yeah, you. Sure. Run. No one is I, judging I just, you for that. You know. Well, apparently there's there's there are a fair amount of douchebags who judge Batman for such things. Unfairly, they're like, why has he got to be prepared? He, well, you try. He, he, he <laughs> you can't first. fight Superman. <laughs> he can't fight Superman. He's just a man in a suit. Superman, Superman. That's always just the that's the argument. Superman that's, is Superman. That's the basic argument. And. The if hell you say? Anything like if it plays out anything like the Frank Miller version, um, Superman gets left a bloody a bloody mess. Um, yeah, and they'll probably find some way to get the you know aerosolized kryptonite in there without needing a one armed arrow. But <sighs> well, that, I don't know yet. This this movie's gonna make a ton of money just because it appeals to that. It appeals to that base question. Note, regardless of whether you are a uh, diehard comic book fan or just some guy that, you know, 
used to really, really enjoy Julie Newmar on the Adam West series, <laughs> you were going to be both. Everyone, things. we all, we all turn into five-year-olds when Batman versus Superman. Who wins? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. We all have our our guy. Oh yeah. So I mean, everyone's going to be going to see this thing. They could flat out say it was in black and white, and they would go see it. Um, oh, yeah. I am it's loving be there the, on opening the, night. I am loving this like cult of Superman army thing. They're like kneeling to him, the 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 false god spray painted on the statue. I'm by the way, Jesse Eisenberg did exactly what I thought he was going to do um with that Luther voice. Like he just sounds like Zuckerberg from Social Network with the hint, just just a little bit more creepy. That's going to be really fine. digging I'm he really was, digging the of those, idea of his Lex Luthor. Yeah, he was one of those casting choices where I kind of I, I wouldn't have seen it coming in any direction, but um, they go, well, yes. Yeah, go, it's like yes. I heard it. I heard the casting choice, and I recoiled, jumped backwards, realized I was falling, and then what caught me? Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> All right, uh, let's... Uh, hmm? Supergirl? Supergirl? Uh, sure, sure. I mean, as a transition, we might as well stick on that side of it. CW just I, released uh, the Supergirl trailer for the new... No, not CW. CBS, sorry. Yeah. Uh, they're going to be airing this <laughs> at the same time as Gotham on Fox, which huge misstep in, in my opinion, but whatever. Uh, completely. Uh, let's, 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 you know, not have infighting and... But whatever. They are apparently think attempting of... to prove that they actually can win the ratings war with one hand tied behind their back. And Best they of luck. can't... I'm watching it the next day on Hulu anyway. Do whatever you want to do. Pretty much. What'd you think <laughs> of Supergirl, buddy? Oh, oh, I, I... You, you should definitely go first here. I'm, I think I'm more excited than you are. Um, by a very long shot. I, I, you know... The only thing this trailer was, was missing was the song A Thousand Miles by Vanessa Carlton. Uh... Which, which I'm almost was sure will be every... playing in the background during the first episode somewhere. Yeah. There's this... going to be a, a, a humanizing scene in a karaoke bar. This is like, you know, the devil wears Prada if, if uh, you know, uh, <laughs> Anne Hathaway wore red boots and a cape. Right. I don't know. I don't. I, I know what they're thinking. And I understand they're trying to. They're like marketing to to young girls. And I'm completely on board. Like, I will say that the chick playing... Supergirl. I don't. I don't. I never saw Glee, but she seems to be a fine actress. She she seems better than most of the the women they have on Arrow, at least. Um, yeah. Yeah. And the, the, there's there's something very cool and exciting about the idea that little girls may be you know dressing up, putting on like a towel or whatever, and pretending to be Supergirl. And which is just actually plain awesome. finally getting into it. You know, uh, it, it is it, if they do it correctly. Like and, if they do like Peggy Carter with a red with a red skirt or something, whatever you know, like right. make her a good character first. I mean, I've got um, I've got a friend that just had a baby uh, a little less than a year ago, and when I looked at the Marvel mm -hmm. schedule, I was really excited for uh, it's a uh, it's a little girl, and I was excited for her because by the time she's about three or four, there will be a Miss Marvel movie all for herself, and I kind of thought, oh, would that be that'd be pretty cool. I'll yeah, put her a little red cape, put it on the side. Yeah, let's do this. That could be extremely cool to actually, you know, let's bring in a couple more, you know, females, powerful females. Let's not do, like, 
you know, sidekick with a, I mean, or anything say, involving man, Thea, just anything ever, which is yeah, maybe one of the worst Thea characters Queen. in the history of women. Yeah, anything. Like, they even <laughs> robbed Black Canary of her Canary Cry until very recently, and even right. then, it's like she needs tech to empower her. There, I mean, no, give her the Canary Cry. For realsies. I would see. I wouldn't have minded if, <laughs> and they could have, rather than having Cisco build her the little Canary Cry, which is a fine mechanism to go with. Great, fine, good work. Why not just have Laurel visit Central City at about the time right. the thing goes off? Give her an actual Meta power, and oh, lo and behold, it's this Sonic Cry thingy. She could have been a Meta. Like we had the we had the incident. Well, you know, I. <sighs> For the longest time, I, I thought that Laurel already had the canary cry, and then I was like, oh, wait, she's just talking. That's just her um, voice. Oh, I'm... <laughs> Pardon me. Pardon me. Well, I enjoy her voice compared to the series of lisps in the rest of the show. Yeah, what is that about? I don't know. It's like going to a Donald Duck convention. I, I don't completely understand it. <laughs> you lied to me, Laurel. I'm actually excited about Supergirl. <laughs> So, I mean, the the action looks actually actually as good as as it does on like the Flash and Arrow, which you know. Yeah, now the um the the little girl say, uh, I I can't remember how to say her last name. It's been voiced. I I I keep reading it, but I, I no one's told me how to say it, and I I don't speak French. So, been voiced. I don't know, blonde girl. Um, I don't remember. Let well, two things I'm liking about her, though, is one, in an interview, she's she does seem really excited, and she does seem to be, um, she's trying to do as many of her stunts as she can, which usually makes the action look better. Benoist. So, Benoist, yeah, I, I mean, would think. Benoist? Someone, for God's yeah. sake, tell us how to say that. Yes, um, someone, for God's sake. <laughs> explain to us how to say this woman's name. Um... But look, I'm, I'm excited about it for a number of reasons. Uh, the the fan base getting expanded is obviously one of them. Um, yeah, Supergirl's an amazing character, especially when she's used correctly. It, it's it's going to be fun. Now it's also going to be fun that apparently it's established in this universe that there's already a Superman, which so, was weird for me. Yeah, we're just gonna like <laughs> we're just gonna shoehorn in. Oh yeah, and there's Superman. Never and, mind and, about and that. One of, which is one of the one of the least... really weird. <sighs> Go ahead. Sorry. One of the really weird things for me was that they made such a big deal in the trailer about what the, the symbol means and how it's back to the comic book roots and yeah. not at all in tune with Man of Steel. Like, nope, it doesn't mean hope. It's the crest for the House of L. Which is, and spoiler here, what, what it actually is. Yeah. So, yay. Unless but Superman was lying. Uh, if they doing Superman Batman where like super where, like Batman's like you lied to everyone. What do you mean? That's not I, you know what? I've, I've never I've never thought world. about it, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's now your that family you crest, up, isn't it, you douchebag? Hey, uh, <laughs> sorry, now that you mention it, the crazy part is, I, I, I can deal with Superman killing. I am not okay with Superman lying. I've never right? thought about it, but that is a big mental block for me. That's a big hell no. Right. It's like, yep, I, I, you know, I broke his neck. Oh, you're so honest about it. Thanks for saving us, Superman. Yeah, you're right. welcome. It, for some reason, him lying is something that just I, I'm viscerally, 
unable to accept. But the the Supergirl action looks good. Um, they still haven't announced who the villain is. Um, or I think it's Callista Flockhart, isn't it? Was that who what yeah. that creature was? <laughs> yeah. <sighs> It, 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 that, that's going to be good. I actually am excited about that. Not so excited about Dean Cain because that's going to be distracting. That's just going to be distracting. It, I, it, I, you know, he's the Superman I would like to forget. I, I would prefer Brandon Ralph to him um, at this point. Well, Brandon Ralph is amazing. He's just a good If actor. they'd had him actually fight kid. somebody, it'd have been fine. He's a good kid. When he ain't getting shivved by Kryptonite, he's a good kid. <laughs> He, um, he's doing a fantastic job over on Arrow. He really is. Oh, he's doing phenomenal. I, 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 he, he was an amazing choice. Um, now, here's the thing, though. And with, with the, I, I, I would put my money right now on Supergirl not getting involved with the rest of the universe they're building. I know it's Berlanti. I know that CW is a pocket studio for CBS. I know there's no contractual problem here. But are we really going to be sitting here talking about a world where Arrow, Oliver Queen, has no idea there's a Superman? Yeah, that that part seems unlikely to me. Now, keep in mind, though, one, they're dealing with a lot of time travel on The Flash. They are, which is... I think it could easily a, be rewritten. Easily. Um, and it needs to easily. wrap that up by the next episode. That needs to be part of the finale in a very major way. I mean, look at the uh, the Legends of Tomorrow was nothing but time travel. They could, yeah. I don't see why alternate universes couldn't be a part of this. We know they're saying they're not doing, you know, the TV universe and the and the movie universe aren't going to be the same universe. Okay, that's fine. I don't see why we can't have alternate u- universes. Uh, alternate realities are a mainstay of comic books. Everyone understands the concept. Now, I'm not saying they're go- definitely going to, but, you know, if you'd asked me a year ago if we were going to have the Atom and freaking White Canary and Hawk Girl and all these cats with Rip Hunter as yeah, I haven't heard Arthur Rip Darville, Hunter since 52. Yeah. Flipping and flopping around in time, fighting Vandal Savage. If you had told me that was going to be a thing, I would have laughed at you. Right. I mean, it, there, yeah, so I, I admit there's any kind might... of possibility. And the fact that there is a thing called Crisis at all means that, you know, right. we, we can just imagine that's what's happening. And I'm fine with that. Right. Like, you know, The fact that they put the word crisis <laughs> in a television show about superheroes. That's, that's all we need. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's, here's the thing that I'm... There be hope, y'all! Me. There be like, hope! Here, here's what I'm... Here's my dream. Here's what I wish would happen. Supergirl uh-huh. does, does fine. We get about four seasons. Right. Um, uh-huh. Arrow and Flash continue to do fine. Uh, DC's LOT. Um, DC's lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just keep going. <laughs> um, all right. So all these properties work out. The movies are doing okay. The Justice League is there. Okay. Then then do the then do the collapse. Then finally do it. So season four of Supergirl, four or five, depending on where the timing ends up. Um, mm-hmm. The big bad at this point is the Anti Monitor. You close the actual Supergirl series oh. with Henry Cavill carrying her out. Oh, a man that can dream. A fine thing. <laughs> a man can dream. I've it, heard it, loftier dreams. Yeah, like you know, 
anything that's happening in MCU right now. Right, right. Like, hey, by the way, Avengers. That was a lofty well, dream. No, I, that wasn't you know. it. I mean, you remember the days of, of hearing that they had cast a Thor and that they'd cast a Captain America and and having to suppose that are they are they gonna, are they going to do the Avengers? That that came I about mean, in pieces. I just remember laughing at the idea of Robert Downey Jr. playing Tony Stark. Yeah, I was so and moving confused. along with my day. Like I, and then I have always the guy from Robert Swingers Downey is going to direct it. Oh, this is going to badly. All wrong. Yeah. All completely oh, historically wrong. Like I was like I wasn't even angry because I didn't care. I was just like, right. Yeah, all right, whatever. Yeah, there was no. And now I can't imagine my time. life. I can't imagine my life without Tony Stark. Exactly. <laughs> and he just, I mean, I've read some of those comics looking back and just when you close your eyes and think about him again, it, screw the drawing. I, I, In my head, it's RDJ now. It just is. Yeah. I mean, I just, whenever I see a comic book with Tony Stark in it, I just go, oh, they must not have been able to draw Robert Downey Jr. And right. I move along with my day. Oh, they've even started doing, um, and this is one of those little, uh, there's the company called Graphic Audio that does these little uh, uh -huh. the audiobook versions of some of the comics that I enjoy listening to. I really do. They do a pretty good job mm -hmm. with a lot of them. What cracked me up was um, I'm pretty sure they didn't start putting those out until a few years back, and I think all this was kind of on the scene at the time. But they've mm -hmm. got the per even the person doing Tony Stark's voice in this sounds like our DJ. Like they've just assumed this is the universe now. Mm -hmm. And that they're going to have to cope with it. Which was... Smart. You know, and... I promise we're not going to keep talking about Marvel. I mean, we will from time to time, but... It's, it's amazing that Clark to, Gregg... As we've discussed, it's the standard. It is. It is. Clark Gregg does the voice of Phil Coulson in every cartoon that he appears in. Mm -hmm. That character appears in. Clark Gregg does that voice. I love that. Oh, see, Just all right, then back to DC. That's what Amell's doing now. Yeah, like, Stephen Amell he, is, like my television I, I, hero he he just loathes the idea of anyone in any capacity even for the game that came out recently the the batman lego game thing even that yeah. he demanded to do the voice it was and yes he is a hero well he wound up doing the the voice for the arrow version of green arrow in um injustice injustice yeah <laughs> yeah when you was... normally it's alan tudyk whom i adore Oh yeah, but it makes me happy to select that that arrow skin, and suddenly Amel is like, "You have failed this city." It's just wonderful. Yes, please. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> it's it it was it was a the continuity of it's amazing, and it, Amel seems to really really love this character, um, and he's done his homework. If you listen to him and do his and look at his interviews and even. Did, I've heard him here and there talking about it. He loves this character. He has done his research. He is a he's a fine example of how to treat a property like this. Right. Oh, speaking of which, his finale was phenomenal. But it's it's a it's a it I mean the arrow finale it is confusing in several on several levels. Not the least of which is because you actually hear the producer use the word finale. I think the phrase was it would make a great finale if we wanted it to. I don't know what he's up to, mm -hmm. but I get the feeling they're trying to reboot a little bit in season four to to rejigger. Yeah. I the, am uh, so sick 
of hearing my name is Oliver Queen. And they actually called the episode My Name is Oliver Queen. Oh shit, buddy. We know. We You've told us <laughs> in every episode. At the beginning of every episode. I would and rather him come back with like a Somewhere around of, the middle of the show uh, even, he actually tells Rage, which, by the way, I maintain is pronounced <laughs> Rage because that's how Neil Adams says it. Right. Sorry, right. show. Um, <laughs> well, no one in the show pronounces it the same way twice. It's I know. It's, it's Raz, a hard name. Ross. It really is. Rage. Like, yeah, Can we it, get it, a director of continuity over here? Can we? <laughs> no, the director Save of continuity is busy making sure that everyone's list levels are at acceptable minimums. <laughs> I would... And, it like, takes I the swear. over... It, that's a 55-hour week right there, just keeping track of the lists. If okay, if Greg Berlanti or Mark Guggenheim or any of these cats are listening, please, if they somehow stumble upon this podcast blindly, ineptly, and make it this far in, <laughs> replace the opening. I don't care with what. I would rather you replace it with the parody of "We Built This City" by Je- by Starship. You know, <laughs> like, just like you failed this city. Him and you Felicity doing a city. spin class to that to that song at the beginning. <laughs> with happy Laurel, as they like, could be in their new life. Now that's Laurel an important just part. Really. Sing around in the background, falling. Just right. <laughs> bad choreography. It's gonna be. No, I honestly, I think they are. I think they were putting a cap on that 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 tone and that premise of the show. I really do think they were doing that because even like in the in the LOT um, trailer, um, <laughs> which was just yeah. Oh man, that brightened my day so much. Um, yeah. By the way, guys, thanks for thanks for just letting us know that he's you know already going to be back in costume. Like, why would you even end it like that? Oh, we have this very dark night rises. Let's go to a cafe somewhere moment. Right, and, right. And Mel's like, because Arrow's not a pansy like Christian Bale's Batman. He doesn't take right. eight years off. He takes a vacation and thinks, nope, wait, we got to do this. Well, it, it really does. It, it makes it look like what happened was they drove off into the sunset. Um, two crazy kids going to find themselves and, and kind of over their shoulder went, yeah, we'll be back Monday. It, 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 it makes it look like, like a long weekend. It really did seem like that. And I, if, if, if I could, you know, I would keep the bad choreography. Like if they were, if they said, okay, you can take one thing out of the show you don't like, I would say, get rid of the CW crap, man. I don't need to know. I don't need Oliver to be like, I, I said I couldn't be the arrow and be with you, but now I choose you, Felicity. I want to be happy. <laughs> oh, God. Come no, on. Hey, Can we get over this? The the one thing I'd you grab if I could go into the writer's room and just look at all the, the well worn index cards that they're they're dropping into different parts of the plot. The I was lying to protect you card. I'm taking it. I'm taking it out to space and I'm throwing it at the sun. But you know that that card has a they healing factor. Single handedly ruined like, that trope for me. They threw Wolverine into the sun and he came back. He came back with this card. He didn't know what to do with. Was someone missing this? You? Okay, here, I think. That card has been around longer than Wolverine. (laughs) (laughs) I hate that card. I hated it on Smallville. I know. I don't think think it was ever uttered. 
in Batman the Animated Series, which is what everyone should be looking up to as their pinnacle of DC-ness. That's a good rule. That's a good rule in general. If you're writing for DC right now, if Paul Dini didn't do it, take it off your lot. He didn't do it because and he didn't also, think of it. It, it, it's, you didn't like beat Paul Dini to a punch. He's Paul freaking Dini. He thought about it. He thought better of it, and he chose not to do it. <laughs> and also beg Paul Dini to be on your writing staff. Also beg Paul Dini to come fix your stuff. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Dini, we <laughs> need help. Whedon's currently on vacation, which means he's probably just filmed a Shakespearean film in two weeks. But he's not busy, as far as I know. So grab him. The, the the way they have staggered these these Flash Arrow episodes are really kind of confusing. When when did Arrow have time to kind of pop out of that Nana Parbo or whatever it's called? Nana Parbot. Parbot. Is that it? Yeah, Nana, Nana Parbot. Parbot. When when did when did he have time to jump out of there to like get past Raish's guards and help Flash out with Reverse Flash and then <laughs> just kind and of pop back. back. Yeah. Like, when did and, that happen? Admittedly, as much as I enjoyed that scene, and I did, I giggled like a child being shown a balloon. Um, <laughs> I really did. I loved every second of it. But it raises important questions. Like, at that point in time, right. Oliver's big plan is, is supposed to be to save his entire city. And he goes and mm -hmm. risks his life helping out a mater human? Two mater humans? Yeah. I think they've got this. And well, as you brought don't. up the other day, why would you throw no. Ray Palmer's name into the hat? Right. Arrow, well, first of all, Arrow saved those metahumans' asses. He uh, totally he did. He did. He he did. won it's the just... day. He, you know, he was, play, he was playing Batman there. He was just like, nanotechnology. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I, cool. It's it just seemed unnecessary. Like, say you lose this battle, say or, say Reverse Flash actually does kicks all three of their asses right there. I have no reason to believe he wouldn't kill pretty much everyone but Barry at that point. Those two are irrelevant to him, and he seems to have some plan for Barry, so he probably wouldn't kill him. But if he did, the next person oh. on his hit list is Ray Palmer. Oh, you know what would have been badass. Hmm. If air, if like Oliver shows up, brings up a fist, and like the entire League of Assassins, oh, that would have been amazing. Screw Firestorm. Actually. We don't need the. We don't need Firestorm. Bring Firestorm, in the League of distract Assassins. Distract him for half a second while my entire league destroys him. That would have made a lot more sense. Like you know, do going to Raish and being like, an injustice has occurred. We must go. Yes, yes, whatever. You're the you're the heir to the demon. Go play. <laughs> Go do your thing. I mean, he could have justified it. He could have. He could have told Rage, "Hey, look, the world's changing. You know, there's these metahuman things, right? Like, you're not the only weird guy in the world anymore. Um, we're gonna need these guys on our side. <laughs> so I got a friend. We're gonna go help him out. We're gonna create some more allies. It'll be good. Cool. All right. And then we're gonna go poison the city next week. All right. Cool. I'll see you then. Right. 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 All right. This guy's wearing a yellow costume. Oh yes. Go deal with that. I mean. Someone's wearing a You're yellow costume. That's just stupid. That's lame. That's lame. Go. Relieve him of his haberdashery. <laughs> oh man. Because hey. a yellow a yellow costume is unbounded haberdashery. Right. Because rage can put up with a lot of things, but not a yellow costume.
he's a very flamboyant man. He likes his capes. He likes his jewelry. But a yellow edge. costume cannot be tolerated. I, by the way, I want to know how that ring stays on somebody's index finger. Right. <laughs> I just it look like those goth kids that walk around in the mall. That's what it. I, I keep imagining that inside it, it has little elastic strappings, so it actually does like mm-hmm. pinch to your finger. Because otherwise, it just looks like you you put your finger in it, and then the moment you're not holding your hand straight up to the sky, it falls off. I, it doesn't right. look like an entirely. It's got, it's got little elastic bands held on by a glue gun. <clears throat> yeah. Just, there, if there's any jewelry designers that also happen to be fans of the show Arrow, they were looking at it and going, "Oh hell no, that shit doesn't work." I tried it. <laughs> I made one for my goth sister. She could never keep it on her finger. <laughs> Just get falling off. She lost it in a subway. She couldn't hear it over the fallout boy on her headphones. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So interesting, interesting little twist on Malcolm Merlin surviving the blade of the demon and becoming the demon himself. I did. I was a little annoyed that I hadn't noticed because they have. They've been setting that thing up for for weeks they have and i think i didn't notice because i didn't really care until it (laughs) happened although it did it strike you funny for just a second that once again (laughs) once again he can't die like harkness before yeah 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 for those for the the listeners who who weren't Doctor Who slash Torchwood fanatics like we are. Shame on you, by the way. Um, John Barrowman, who who plays Malcolm Merlin on Arrow, also played a, a character named Jack Harkness, who was immortal. So there you go. That's your that's your. I don't know. <laughs> Back there's your little catch up for the day. Other um, than the fact that yeah, Darvel's you know, there. So who fact? Actually, <laughs> who factoid? Um, pretty much everybody in the Whoverse at this point is in a super uh, in a in a comic book property of some kind except matt smith right and Even it just it River. makes me sad because neil adams has gone on 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 wasn't it uh, neil adams that that said that he really wanted matt smith to play the joker yes it was and uh, that it was I can't an amazing argue moment that. that'd be that'd be pretty just amazing can't. i just can't i would i would pretty much take him playing about any villain it's matt smith i would he could play the Easter Bunny, and I'd watch it. <laughs> and yet, are you planning on seeing Terminator Genesis? No, no. Hey, well, well, then you know, you're not play- you're 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 not a true Matt Smith fan. Then you're right. My theory is is completely abolished. I I retract it because there's no way I'm seeing Terminator. <laughs> I'm not seeing it either. I, I want to support care when Matt I was Smith, seven. But- I don't care now. That was a poor choice, Matt. That was a poor choice. <laughs> it's a big property. I'm sure it was a great paycheck. Don't blame him. I'm just not gonna see it. Yeah, plenty I'm, of people I'm will. Sure, it was it's a great be... paycheck. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm... Yeah. Uh, I'd be surprised if they offered him a small amount of money. Uh, you know, I think with um, I think with Avengers, well, Avengers will probably stay in the theater most of the summer, oh, and yeah. then Ant Man. I don't think Terminator is going to make a lot of money. I don't. I just don't. I don't think it's going to go anywhere. But that's just that's just me. I don't know. 
it, oh. it's one of those it's one of those properties that just has its hooks uh, it it will make money it may not make as much as you think but it will make money yeah can we can we talk about the terrible firestorm effects in uh, rogue air please and i agree wholeheartedly now that's an it's interesting one thing, thing. That's come up though what's that oh well, go ahead go ahead go ahead well i mean i was just you know it's one thing to have a significantly poor uh shot uh cgi this was one thing i understand man you're doing this on a budget you're doing this on a time uh schedule you got to get things done do we have to reuse the the single worst shot in the entire episode and maybe more because episodes. the yeah the shot in the series so far it might be and that shot where firestorm lands and then kind of walks forward and his head just kind well, of bobbles yeah his, just, his he looks, body walks forward and his head follows behind about half a second later not five minutes later after you know their their little tussle he lands and has it's the they could have you know cut away yeah before maybe. he starts walking um we you know this is why they need paul dini this dude was like making a gritty show <laughs> these cats were making a, they need bruce tim there just to oversee like editing like these cats yeah. were making a gritty show where you couldn't see everything because the like, kids were watching and so what you you know you, you kind of show things like off screen you hint at them more imagination and you don't have to see terrible special effects um, I, you know, they could have just, I knew who Firestorm was. I saw him land. I didn't need to see him walk forward again at the same yeah. angle. I mean, the, the same second, bobble like, head. If you wanted to do it the one time, fine. And give me a few minutes to forget how bad that graphic was. Um, and then if you're going to do it again, okay, well, use the shot of him coming in. At least reverse the image so it looks like it's coming from another angle. So my brain doesn't immediately go... Oh, I've seen that before. That was the shot where the weird bot. Oh, there it is. <laughs> That's what your brain did when you saw that. My it, brain it, just any... screamed. Again? Right. Again? Oh. oh. Le- less is more. Just, just less is more. Take the take the card that says I lied yeah. to protect you. Scratch it out with permanent marker and write less is more, and then throw it back on the wall. By the way, did we did we properly talk about the Legends of Tomorrow trailer? We have not. Um, okay. I mean, we so scrambled around it. All, yeah, all kinds of against them bringing back Sarah Lance. All kinds. That yeah, said, White Canary doesn't have a lot going on. I don't I mean, even know what White Canary means. Like, I, I this is I mean, a concept that's... I mean, I'm... I had, it just like, White like, Canary, I actually like had to Katie look Lott. up. It's, it's never... It, you know, I, I mean, I, I wasn't going to miss Katie Lotts too much. I mean, I, honestly, after a while, I did like her better than Laurel, but... Yeah. Um, yeah. but that see that just wasn't right. Like Laura Lance has to be Black Canary. You just it has to be. Yeah. Um, the same way you know Speedy needs to be wearing that red hood. Right. It just you can do it another way, and if you do it well, I won't care anyway. But but why? Why would you change that? Yeah. I mean, it looks it, like you, the, the it looks <laughs> like the there. White Canary is just a random character that no one knows the the history of. So. In the comics, I, I, it's what it I looks had like. never heard the words "white canary" until I saw set footage or set, you know, set shots from people that had right. 
that had Katie Lots in the white uniform, and someone apparently figured out, oh, the White Canary. I don't know who that person is, but I tip my hat to you for even knowing who the White White Canary was. Yeah, that was. Uh, I, I don't. My bailiwick. I didn't know who it was. But I, I, I mean, yeah, I, they'll they'll probably get interesting me. with her. They'll probably get interesting with her. I, I and the thing is, it's going to be a team thing. So, eh, whatever. And it, she just got out of a Lazarus pit, so. Pretty much anything that just comes out of a Lazarus pit, by its very definition, is going to be interesting. Unless, of course, it's Thea. Unless, of course, it's Thea, who seems to have one superpower, which is being impervious to the fact that that makes you batshit crazy. Yeah, despite the point that Malcolm Merlin kept saying, like, you don't know what you're going to do. Like, if you bring her back, she won't be the same. No, she's exactly the same. Three episodes later, she is exactly the same. I mean, I would have been happy, you know, I would have called it a win if they never mentioned anything, but suddenly she didn't have a lisp anymore. But that would have been great. Just, as it good. is, as it is, that is not how, what, that is not what transpired. No. Or if so, she just popped out of the Lazarus pit, suddenly not needing to define her entire existence by the guy next to her. Oh, that's cold, man. That's it, cold. And, and well-earned. <laughs> well-earned. <laughs> Show me you one know. Thea subplot that hasn't revolved around her boyfriend doing something. Well, there was the, uh, there was that time where she, um, that like hell half a season where she was, uh, you know, defining herself based on her mother's lies. <laughs> All right, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> not an improvement on her character, but it's a different flavor at least. I'll, give it, I'll take it. It's not an improvement on her character, but it does pass the Bechdel test, so... It does, it does. Um, (laughs) She's bored me. Like, she hasn't had a a willful instinct the entire time she's been on screen. Um, And we seem to have spent three seasons protecting her from being a badass. Like, at this point, she's, she's the freaking Red Arrow. She's speedy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what Which, Arsenal's I mean, going to be off doing somewhere. I, I'm I'm curious about that. To my Hopefully knowledge. Hopefully he finds Jason Todd somewhere and sets off. Oh my god, that would be amazing. Wouldn't it? I'll take that show. I, I will take that I show. I really... Soon. You know what? I I will... I would, you know, just totally... just Okay, cool. We They just didn't mention aliens. It was yeah. a given because Superman's been around. Yeah, let's yeah. bring in Supergirl. Let's do that. Let's do that. If I can get a spinoff of Red Hood and the Outlaws, <laughs> I am on board that friggin' train. <laughs> I'll take everything Abercrombie the, has to offer. <laughs> barreling off the side of, 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 of a canyon with Doc Brown and Marty McFly trying to save us the entire time. I am on that train. And we're obviously I, in a universe where your, your good guy doesn't necessarily have to be that good. Like Arrow spent most of the first season yeah. killing dozens of people. Just... just Killing all the time, which I was fine with. To, by the way, still did some killing. Yeah, I was fine. I was fine yeah, when he was killing was people. I was actually going, "Oh man, they're going to convince him not to kill, aren't they?" <laughs> <laughs> I and one of my biggest hopes, my, one of my biggest hopes was, um, and this, uh, I kind of hoped it would be him that had to go in the Lazarus pit, just so when he came out, he was slightly crazy and might actually smile at some point. Oh man, yeah. I I was really hoping they'd throw him in the Lazarus pit. Like I was hoping that when he got stabbed by Raish, mm-hmm. he'd be thrown in the Lazarus pit and come out a little cocky. Like, yay, comic book Ollie is here. Comic book yes. Ollie is here. 
start using all of his family wealth for you know liberal causes of various sorts fine i I would really enjoy that i would really enjoy that bring in just i mean they're bringing in hot girl into legends of tomorrow Mm-hmm. Yes, let's do let's do cocky liberal Ollie and have Hawkman be like the angry conservative he was back in the old days of, of Justice League and have him go at it. Like that was an amazing time. It really was. I am down. Berlant. We're gonna have aliens and, and you don't pull in John Jones, I have problems. I have problems with you. Oh. See, I'm not sure because you know, DC I don't know why they're screwing themselves. I really don't. Like, Warner Brothers is just, you know, I was just reading a thing where they were saying, you know, we're not going to have Batman and Superman really show up in the TV universe. I'm like, bullshit, you gave me a silhouette. (laughs) You gave me a silhouette and Supergirl. Kind of (laughs) cavalish. I mean, it doesn't take a lot to be tall, dark, and handsome. I mean, it takes more than I'm capable of achieving. But it doesn't take a whole lot. There are plenty of tall, well, dark, uh, handsome men that'll be happy to stand in there with a Superman outfit. And now there are more. And now there are more. Even Jimmy Olsen. Even Jimmy Olsen is now tall, dark, and handsome. Yes. I'm, I'm confused um, by this. It, you know, <laughs> it's the world we live in. It's, they're making it impossible to be a pudgy man. They really are. I, I like that guy. I was actually happy to see him. The only time I've ever seen him before was... Um, uh, he showed up in True Blood as I think his name was mm. X. It was a weird thing. It was a weird time. Pretty much. Yeah, I've never seen it before. But I, I I'm watched not, the guy. I'm, I was happy to see him not, actually working again. Tree's sure been doing stuff. I'm I not hadn't seen it. I am not entirely certain this man could have ever been uh, Superman's pal. He doesn't seem like he's his little buddy with a little wristwatch or anything. It. Doesn't feel like Superman would have ever, you know, just been like, "Oh yeah, dude, you're you're pathetic. You need saving." Like, you're like, "Nope, you're tall. Yeah, you're handsome. You're good." They're obviously Go going forth. to be completely doing away with the my little buddy dynamic, because even at the end of the Supergirl yeah. trailer, they've got him coming in there with the with you know the the blanket Cal showed up in, and he he's clearly kind of on board Team Superman already. And, oh well, like, sure. Seems to be an active member. And by the way, I don't remember looking at his wrist, but I'll, I'm almost sure there wasn't a watch on him. Well, no, because now it's just an app on his phone. It's a Kryptonian app on his phone. But there's <laughs> a little Kryptonian he, app. Yeah, that's it. No, he's he's clearly doing. He's clearly they're clearly doing like, oh yeah, I'm friends with Superman. Here, he gave you his cape. I'm a like, little app he what? downloaded called iSave. You click it, Superman right. shows up. It's wonderful. Apple gets a cut right. somehow. <laughs> but it's only for iOS. Android users are screwed. Or yeah, dude, don't buy a Samsung if you want Superman helping you. Oh, I, I, the, uh, I, you know. I, I, oh, uh, see, Legend of Tomorrow, where we started this whole thing. Um, is that where we started? It's been yeah, so long. <laughs> um, a few days ago when we started on Legends of Tomorrow. Um, yeah. Some of the more exciting aspects. I actually kind of, I know it's stupid, but I like the fact that they've tagged it DC's Legends of Tomorrow. Because it makes it feel like what they're going to do is, is a little bit the way Justice League Unlimited did this. Um, uh-huh. it, 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 putting DC's up there might give you just the rope you need to just kind of do whatever you want. I mean, you, there's a few hundred IPs to play with. Grab a few. Throw them in the show. Yeah, I, you know, um, 
I'm I'm ex- I'm really excited about the show because it looks batshit crazy. It looks like it doesn't. It, it they're just they're we're done. We're done with the gritty realness. It looks like all manner of ridiculous camp. And just that's another big pile of yes, please. Yeah, I mean, not not Adam West camp by any means, but I mean no. the trailer. But come on, just we've got openly shows Ray Palmer shrinking. Yes, we we just we have it. We've got it, and it's Goofy Ray sitting there trying to prove his point. I it, I love that. I really love how Ralph is playing this whole thing. He's doing an mm-hmm. excellent job. Uh, he's he's the guy in my head now. He he really is very quickly becoming. When I think back on the comics, I'm putting his his face in there. But he, uh, even in the show, like, there's a, it's one of those stupid Whedon kind of things, but, um, it's just wonderful. That's the kind of tone they picked in on this. What, you know, you, I forget what battle they're having. God only knows, and I don't even know what time we're in at this point. But they're having a little battle in a warehouse kind of thing, and then he says, well, is that all you got? And why'd you say that? Yeah, like, that kind of back and forth. It's a very Whedon kind right. of moment. Um, but it is. It's campy. It takes itself not 105% seriously um yes just absolutely yes and as you far know, as I know they haven't cast Vandal Savage yet so I get the feeling <laughs> get the feeling we're not going to see him till late the if they have end. cast him it's still secret right so you get and, the feeling and, that what we're going to do is go through a lot of trials and tribulations here and different time settings and all that until we finally get to Vandal Savage by the way, I saw a, um, I saw a, a review. I didn't read it, but it's, I probably will because I do enjoy Alan Seppenwall's uh, reviews over on HitFix. But um, I just love this title. Um, <laughs> the Light of the Flash has cast an unflattering shadow over Arrow this season. Like we all just looked up from from our our <laughs> over serious stupor and realized, oh, there is levity in the world. Right. <laughs> Look at that guy over there smiling. Hey, Oliver, you want to try that out? <laughs> I, I saw that headline and I thought, I I don't have to read this. I know exactly what he means. <laughs> I know exactly where he's heading, and I agree. <laughs> I I didn't realize how bored I was by Arrow until The Flash. Like, The Flash is such a better show. It is. It is. So much so, Um, it's just like, on point, on point, on point, ooh, Iris, on point, on point, on point, okay. (laughs) Now, don't get me wrong, they still, both of the shows have that kind of, there is a little bit of a CW vibe to it, where it's... Yeah. I, I think of it as, like the CW vibe. I, it, in my head, the closest working definition I have for it is two characters overexposing their feelings. Yeah, there is a lot of, and it, this is a problem we've had since day one with Arrow. Show don't yeah. tell. Um, right. And that was because that was our first problem. And um, please stop telling. Yeah. Please stop telling. Please, please stop please telling me what you're feeling. Telling. Just let me figure that out. It, but wait. Yeah. If you've got a secret, tell it. Tell it. Tell it. Wait, yeah. please. You overcorrected. You overcorrected. <laughs> no, you're in another relationship. Stop looking longingly at this guy <clears throat> who has a relationship. It, That's it, not with yeah. you. Please. 
Uh, I mean, the the first episode of of Arrow, um, (laughs) and this is before there was so much excitement about it. Um, I mean, let's face it, we're in a time where we're all still recovering from The Dark Knight Rises. Um, I mean, I still haven't fully recovered. Um, I, I never, I have no expectation. There's a, there's a medical. You never fully called, uh, recover. Maximum I still haven't recovered from yeah. Batman and Robin. No. So. No, there's no, there's no getting past that. But we're at a time though where, as far as DC on-screen properties, I, I didn't have a lot of hope. I really didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had heard how good Arrow was, and just kind of didn't believe it. I just kind of didn't. I mean. And you were right to I, not believe it. Yeah. To um, some degree. Like, there are things in the, Arrow I love. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I, I cannot there's stop watching. There's a lot watching. I don't. Yeah. There's, there, there's, a, yeah, there's a fair amount of overexposition in general with it. But the, the thing is, like, uh, for the first time, like, me and you sat down to watch Arrow. <laughs> we did. It was the second or third time I had tried to watch the show. The first ten minutes... You see him on the island. That's kind right. of neat. Then you see him back at home, and he's giving the the internal dialogue of of what he's up yeah. to. Yeah. And it was just yeah. Every and you can almost hear him kind of going. And then I turned my head to the right, and then I felt sad. And then I looked down at my scars. I felt sad again. But then I looked right. at the sky, and I also felt sad. It, it was just. It was a lot to get through I couldn't get used to the tone the aesthetic of it was just um, but yeah it's like once, this once you room made it halfway into this the episode, room that's so familiar start, yet so distant yeah uh, but once you once it was you make that it sort in of and he starts parkouring his way through bad guys you're yeah yeah We're right. I mean by episode what was it episode 4 he gets arrested for being the vigilante I think it was like episode 3 3 or 4 it yeah, may I mean, have been that, 4 that, yeah that show moved it moved fast Short of it did two. for a time. Yeah, and then it got to season two, and someone put the you know emergency break on for a while, and then we got to season three, and you know, <laughs> had got back above water. Well, mm-hmm. can't say enough about season three, at least as opposed to season two. Well, the first half of season three moved pretty quickly, I think, but you know, again, that's coming off of season two, but it still seems molassesy. It seems slow, which is, I guess, appropriate when comparing it to The Flash. Right. And it really was. Season one just... Uh-huh. It, uh-huh. it moved. You you couldn't get through an episode without some major piece of the landscape changing a little bit. And yeah, and I was, was fine just, with that. Yeah. I mean, that was, that was a good thing. Um, like, I remember telling you episode three or four of Arrow season one we were like oh my god this is this is like season seven of Smallville already yeah like, yeah <laughs> this is moving Which, man it, it, yeah that was that was uh, I, I, it it was going I really enjoyed it and if anyone is listening and thinking we hate these shows we have misportrayed ourselves we have serious problems with a couple of these shows, and there, are, you know, we all wish things were a little different in certain areas. Lists, but we love these shows. I mean, honestly, it. it, it yeah, I, I actually I look them. forward. I wouldn't take them off TV for anything. I look forward to watching The Flash and Arrow before I, I even settle down for an Agents of Shield. So. Oh yeah, 
I mean, um, I mean, this is just this is <laughs> that happening. was Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday for me. Um, pretty much fall and and winter this year were done for, spoken for, done, got them. I yeah, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> These are good things. Um, <laughs> now that being said, though, Legends of Tomorrow. Um, what do we got? Is it January sixteenth? They were saying right now. Um, they 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 haven't actually. Uh, I think they. I just read a thing where they were saying it might not actually, um, be mid season. They might actually run them all concurrently, like all together. You know. So gotcha. I don't know. And they put in a full episode order based on what they've seen so far, which is a very good sign. Yeah. So did I, by the way. I not that it meant anything when I did it, but right. <laughs> I was just. Yes, I want more. I want more of this. I want lots of this. I want lots of that. Let's do that. Can we do that? Let's do that. <clears throat> because hopefully and this, this, uh, hopefully Legends of Tomorrow won't have the CW stuff. It'll just be like a bunch of characters running around being like, woo! Let's go fight things and Snark's an asshole. Oh, well, We're going to keep him alive. About, yeah, they're, trying to, they're <laughs> talking about trying to defeat Vandal Savage right. over the course of time itself. I don't think we're going to have time to sit down and overexpose each other's feelings about anything. And hopefully Plus there won't be too Stein much of Plus you're going to have Stein in there the, the whole time, logicking everything up and making sure that no one can get all wrapped up in their feelings. That's I'm hoping that's the point of that character. Then you'll have Snart in there, snarting everything up. Right. So. It's hard to take yourself too seriously when a guy like Leonard Snart standing next to you judging you with those cold, dead goggles. Quipping away. Just <laughs> quipping away at you. <laughs> quipping away and, while Heat Wave rages in the background. Right. Now, and this is something I'm... All right, now, getting specifically to the, the, the main course of, of uh, what's still on our plates here. Um, mm-hmm. I'm really going to miss him being in Flash. I loved their dynamic. He might not be gone. They might, you know... They might still pop up uh, as often. Well, they. Um, I mean, if if we're to judge the crossovers that have already happened between the Flash and Arrow, they don't need to really explain. They don't feel the need to explain how time works. Right. <laughs> I, and I don't here, know when Cisco and Felicity got time to go. I don't know when Cisco and Felicity had time to hang out. I don't know when Ray popped over to, into the Flash. Like, I mean, we well, we see, you know, uh, we see uh, Roy take the blame for being, you know, Arrow, and then like which Felicity was, and Ray are over hanging out with Cisco, and right, yeah, no, look, yeah. I mean, I yeah. and by the way, this is a major concern I have. It's something I'm I'm deeply deeply worried about this. That that did feel like a finale on Arrow. It felt really happy, um, especially the ending. I mean, we've literally got Oliver it Queen, is. grumpy old Queen, driving into the sunset with <laughs> one of the most attractive people on television at the moment. Um, can, can I submit Cantankerous Queen? Cantankerous Queen. Yeah, it's a liter- it, it, it's alliterative in spirit. <laughs> <laughs> Which the true Arrow would appreciate. Um, we've literally got the him, green one. him running around, and uh-huh. the thing is, I, I, Flash still has a time problem. This hasn't been solved. 
we've gone about seven or eight episodes now, something like that, I think, and we're still in a different time stream. Oh. I'm deeply oh. worried that we're going to go back and they never drove into the sunset. That is kind of brilliant. I, I, and kind I just, of awful. That's the thing. It, I, I don't want to... I don't want to have just taken Arrow and take the last seven or eight weeks of Arrow and take them off the board. I mean, right. granted, that would give me Deadshot back, which I would like. But... I, I, it'll, it'll, be, I, it'll be interesting to see what they do with that. Because there, there well, has to be some resolve. The, the universes have crossed over. Arrow has been on the Flash, Flash has been on Arrow, and Arrow has been on the Flash while this time stream has been you know, messed up. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's no reason well, to think that it shouldn't affect the Arrow universe, too. Yeah, and especially considering the, uh, the promo for, next, for the finale of The Flash, it looks like they're really going to be messing with time a lot. Like, he's going back, and it looks like there's, you know, people are being erased and, and whatnot. So I don't know where that leaves us. That's a good yeah, point, and, man. And I, it'll be a, it'll be a continuity problem for me if if it doesn't have an effect. But it has to have just the right effect to not mess up too much of what happened in Arrow because you don't want them to just not count. Right. It'd be different if we had one more episode of Arrow where we were going to go back after the time stream had gone back and you could tell me what did and didn't exist. But I don't want to sit here and wait until the fall to see what still counts. Yeah. And they've All given right, us well, no real, yeah, they've given us no indication about how time is really going to work here with the Flash. There's no, there's no way to tell. That's very interesting. I mean, if you take Stephen Amell's comments earlier, uh, like a month or so ago, um, I believe he was he was at some sort of a Comic Con situation and said that um, season three was going to wrap up what. Arrow had been thus far, like the entire tone was going to change at the yeah. fundamental level. Which is uh, fine. Hopefully, I mean, it means about halfway through the season they were like, wow, The Flash is really, really, really beating us in ratings. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should lighten up. <laughs> Which Stephen Amell has expressed interest in actually smiling at some point. Yeah. Well, Stephen he, Amell he actually seems like the Oliver Queen I want, just not as they're writing him at the current time. <laughs> right. Just let him get put on the <laughs> costume and ad-lib. Just, right. I don't know what his improv skills are, but he seems like a good dude. Just throw him in the in the hood and go. Yeah, I, I've never quite seen... I mean, because yeah, that's the thing. I have heard him joking at, on a couple of occasions that he... How do you put it in one of the Comic-Con things is... Uh, 90% of what he does is just look angry about something. Yeah. Yeah. I think if there's a guiding light in in Arrow, it's going to be a Mel. I have I haven't I don't I'm not sure I've ever seen for me personally um interest in a show based on pretty much almost mostly the star that's involved like just based on the personality of the person who's playing the main character not even the character right and Amel is doing that for me for some reason like every interview I read I'm just like well done 
Yeah. <laughs> it's hard it's hard to not read like stuff that he's actually said in interviews and just yeah, like, I every time I walk away going, This guy gets it. All right. He does. He really does. All right. I am going to call it. And uh <laughs> hopefully you guys will next week join us as we talk about the flash finale we'll probably you know wax a little more on the arrow finale and uh also uh, i have one last uh, hope hmm? one last hope before we go into next week oh okay they said they were introducing characters from lot i really want rip Uh hunter to come back and fix the time problem on the flash that would be fun wouldn't it wouldn't that be amazing yeah it would actually kind of be interesting if next week on The Flash, like, he does. He comes and he fixes it, and then he's like, you know, by the way, uh, this is not the way, the reason I'm here. And then he's like, what? We have to assemble a team. That would that would make my bitter, shrunken DC heart just <laughs> twitter with excitement. Just, <laughs> it wouldn't it? All right. If, if you've happened to stumble upon us, go pop over check out the uh mcu cast the marvel cinematic universe podcast it's not us it's uh our friends matt carroll and jeff randall um and check out uh my comedy sketches on maladjusted.tv i'm also on youtube see you guys later and uh have a good one